0: Hi, it's Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 139 of the People Powered Business Podcast. We have hit that time of year again, (laughs) with the time of year where it's time to chat about what our plans are with our businesses and with our teams over the impending Christmas period. the time this episode's going live, you've got a bit of time up your sleeve, but it does tend, I don't know how, to sneak up on us. Now, the Christmas decorations were in the shop's early this year, like crazy, crazy early. So it's not like we've had any excuse, but yet we kind of forget every single year to do some planning around what's happening with our team. And I want to share with you today, some Christmas close down essentials to help you make the most of this Christmas period, whatever that looks like for your business. Because so often we just run into this period of time where we hit the slippery slope into Christmas, we're just trying to get through it, we're just trying to get stuff done, maybe tidy up some loose ends and have a break. And for our team, that's true as well. They're sometimes just trying to get through it and have a break. But there's some reasons why that might not be the best approach that I want to share with you today. And, as I was just chatting to some of our people powered HR members about in our recent Q and A session, there's also some compliance issues that we need to be mindful of and aware of as we slide into this time of year. So today we're going to chat about why this is the perfect and in fact necessary time to be doing some planning. What are our compliance essentials in terms of our legal obligations and legal responsibilities during this time? And what are some extra tips that I have for you or some special considerations that particularly for this year, for the twenty two twenty three 23 Christmas close down period that I think you should be thinking about and that might be helpful for you when it comes to your leave planning strategies. So let's dive in. So let's chat about why this is a time for planning. Now, this is counterintuitive. I totally get it. I have this conversation every single year at around this time and the general response is no, 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 no. I just want to be getting done the bare minimum. I don't want to be thinking about planning. Are you crazy? This is not the time for that, but I'm going to challenge you on that because what I know for a fact after doing this for 20 years is that over the Christmas close down periods, when our employees, our team are taking time off, spending it with their family, traveling, whatever it is that they're doing, they are planning. They are planning what 2023 and beyond looks like for them. It is why January is the peak time for resignations in business because our team make changes, make, they, they think about things differently over this period. And if we're not ahead of the game with that, we can lose good people very easily and not by doing anything wrong, but just not being proactive and ahead of the game. And I want to challenge you on this being a great time for planning for a second reason. And that sits around how the new year is going to start for you. Because if you're not planning until then, it's going to be a slow start. You're not going to be the runner that's quick off the start line and halfway down the 100 meter sprint while the other guys are still trying to get their start going. So what you do now, this side of Christmas, makes all the difference as to how 2023 is going to start for you. So this is not only an important time for planning, but I think a critical and essential time for planning. The business mentorship and mastermind groups that I'm in, we're we're already planning. You know, we're thinking that far ahead, but for most business owners, it's not where we naturally go. So there's two areas of planning I want to encourage you to dip into this side of Christmas. One is planning what's happening between now and your Christmas close down because you don't want that to be frantic and disorganized and stressful for anyone, yourself included. So, planning out what the next period of weeks, no matter when you listen to this podcast, of course, is going to look like ahead of your close down. Think about what you can do right now to make sure the new year is a good start for you. So, you're planning what's going to happen now, between now and when you close down. And we're going to talk about Christmas parties a little later. That's absolutely part of that. End of year celebrations, all of those kinds of things. But it's also which what workload needs tidying up. What projects need to be wound up before we close down? What needs to be babysat over the Christmas period? What does not? So thinking about all the logistical aspects. And the second part of the planning that I want to encourage you to think about is thinking about what 2023 looks like for your business and your team. Because if you're not clear about that now, it's going to be very hard for you to articulate that to your people. And if you don't start to articulate and talk about that and have these conversations this side of the Christmas break, that's where you have a flight risk on your hands. If you're not engaging with your people this side of the Christmas break about some exciting projects they're going to be working on next year, or what the plans are for 2023, or um, what clients they're going to be working with, or what your growth strategies are, or what the big vision or big goals are. It can look very different depending on your business, but if you're not having those discussions right now, and you're planning to do those when you get back, that is a really big mistake. Because when your employees are off at Christmas considering their future plans, If they don't know what 2023 looks like for them with you, they're going to be much more likely to start to think about looking for greener pastures. They're going to be much more likely to consider opportunities that may be presented to them over that period, because that is still actively happening. They're going to be much more likely to make different decisions, where if you've already engaged them in those discussions and they're looking forward to what 2023 looks like, They won't need to think about going anywhere else. They'll be able to just relax and enjoy their Christmas break. So I really encourage you to have those conversations now. And look, I would definitely suggest doing it in two different ways. First, I would have a team-based communication approach. So I'm working with a business right now who in the middle of November is doing a half day team strategy vision planning day where they're going to set out collaboratively as a team what the future holds. And it's a brilliant time to be doing that activity because they want to engage their team right now in what the new year looks like for them. So this is a very team-based exercise. And I think that's excellent. Definitely do something like that, but also individually having one-on-one conversations with your people, getting curious, having those curious conversations that I talk about so often. What do they want to achieve in 2023? What's going to change for them next year? Have they got kids starting school or someone doing their final year of high school? Have they got elderly parents that are going to need support? All of these personal things going on for them, they're going to impact what next year is going to look like at work for them as well. And you are far better off knowing that now. What do they want to achieve? What's important to them? What's valuable to them next year? You want to be chatting to them now about that. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't also have some conversations like this early in the new year when you return in January, because I think you also need to re-anchor things at that time. But I don't think you should wait to start to do that planning until then. And for yourself, get clear about who do you need in your business? What's your structure going to look like? Do you need to create new roles so that you can go into the break with a clear head and having some... Certainty or a surety about what the new year is going to look like. So, this is a really important time for planning. I understand totally that it's counterintuitive and it's not what you want to hear right now, but even if it's just a bit, just a bit will be really, really valuable. So, that's definitely what, something I want you to consider. The second thing that we really need to get into is what are our compliance essentials right now when it comes to Christmas close downs? Because a lot of business owners that I talk to just simply aren't aware that there are some legal requirements that they need to follow around Christmas close downs. Now, this is going to be different for you depending on whether your employees are covered by a modern award or various different modern awards, or if you have a team of non-award covered employees. Now, again, this is something a lot of people don't realize. Many of the modern awards have very strict requirements about the notice period you need to provide around Christmas close downs some of them are four weeks some of them are eight weeks but many of the awards have a very very specific stipulation around that and if you're not going if you don't comply with that you can leave yourself open to having to pay employees for that period and not having them use leave that's a risk at home for any of you so you need to be looking at what notice do you need to give and have you given that notice if you have at the time of listening to this episode if you have not yet communicated to your employees what the Christmas close-down period looks like, please do it today. I urge you, get really clear and be clear with the team because you do need to give notice. Now, in most cases, you will be able to instruct employees to take annual leave during this period. And if they don't have enough leave accrued, again, in most cases, you you will be able to instruct them that they'll need to take leave without pay. But it's not in every case. So again, I urge you to double-check your award to make sure that that is a possibility for you. And don't forget, there are, of course, a smattering of public holidays throughout the Christmas closed down period. They still need to be paid as public holidays. Just because you're closed down does not absolve you from the responsibility to pay public holiday pay during those periods. So, to get the compliance right, nail down the closed down period, communicate it with the team, make sure you've checked your award and you're compliant with that. And you should be good to go. But on top of all of that, I also wanted to share with you some other considerations that I think this year in particular, we really want to be mindful of and looking at when it comes to doing some great uh, planning for our Christmas close down period. Now, the first one, I have been asked more questions than usual about this this year, and that is managing Christmas parties and the risk associated with that. And it's interesting that there's been such a hot topic question for me this year. Our People Powered HR members have been asking, my consulting clients have been asking. And I think there is a fear from employers that things might get a little out of hand this year. (laughs) I don't know whether you are concerned about that with your team, and I've just found it interesting to observe, but I think we have had a lack of fabulous Christmas parties for a we all know the reason for the last couple of years, few years. And there is some thought that people might go a little crazy and let their hair down a little too much. And as business owners, what risk are we willing to take there and how can we mitigate that risk and create a safe Christmas party environment that everyone can enjoy and that we don't have to clean up the mess from, so to speak, in all the ways. Now, I'm trying to think, it might've been about two or three years ago I had a new client come to me after their Christmas party. They actually came to me in early January and there had been such a significant incident at their Christmas party, they ultimately needed to terminate the employee as a result. It was that serious. And that's the kind of stuff nightmares are made of, right? That's not what anyone wants out of a Christmas party. So you do want to start thinking about that. How are we going to manage the risk? You do, if it's a work function, you have responsibility to provide a safe environment So think about how you're getting people to and from the Christmas party. What are your rules going to be around alcohol consumption? If you want to have rules around that, um, are you going to invite partners? What's included? Who's paying what? Start just all that prep and planning. Definitely consider it. I do think that possibly given the last few years we've gone through, people may be inclined to let their hair down a little bit more than usual this year and, you know depending on your business you might be totally fine with that and other you know some of you may also be not so fine with that not want to take that risk if you don't want to have that risk on your hands just put the christmas party somewhere else make it a work luncheon make it a barbecue breakfast make it an activity that isn't doesn't necessarily involve alcohol being served just remove the potential for you to have that concern, if it is that much of an issue for you. You can still absolutely create an awesome Christmas party without it involving alcohol if that's what you choose. So do have some consideration around that. It may be something you're concerned about. The other additional consideration, I've got three for you, so this is number two, is how are you recognising, rewarding and celebrating 2022 with your team? It can be easy to roll into Christmas, like we've been chatting about, just trying to get things done and tick some boxes and tidy up those loose ends. But this is the time to be celebrating what everyone's achieved in the last 12 months, no matter what that looks like. Now, that can be in the smallest of possible ways. It can be via public and, you know, in a team meeting, recognizing contribution. It can be in all sorts of ways. And it doesn't have to be expensive gifts. That's not necessarily what I'm getting at. But again, when we think about what our employees are going to be doing over the Christmas period, considering their future, wouldn't it be great if one of their last memories of 2022 with you was being celebrated and recognised for the contribution they'd made this year? So just don't forget that is my message. Saying thank you, noticing the projects that they smashed out of the park, the great work they've done, the consistency that they've achieved, because sometimes that is gold in business make sure you recognize it and celebrate it. And the third consideration, and this one is very specific for this year, is thinking of this time as a time to manage excessive leave accruals. Now, this is a challenge a lot of businesses are facing right now because the end of, well, the current phase of the pandemic, I'll call it, has seen two things happen. One, people have hot-tailed it onto an aircraft, taken off to Europe for extended periods of time and used up all their annual leave that they had accrued. Or people have not done that. People have been under pressure with the increased cost of living expenses, increases in rents, mortgages, the grocery shopping, and all the things. And traveling is, I can tell you firsthand because I've recently booked a trip, expensive right now. So they haven't booked a holiday. They may not be able to afford to book a holiday and they've got all this excessive leave accrued from not being able to travel for the last two to three years. And so this might be a time where you want to proactively think about how you can manage any excessive leave accruals you have in your business. So this could be deciding to close down for an extra week. If you're always notoriously quiet when you open back up anyway, and all of your team have stacks of leave accrued, close down for an extra week. That's going to get rid of a whole week of leave accruals for you during a time when you wouldn't be using your employees effectively anyway. Think about that. Think about chatting to the team about whether they would like to take some additional time off with the family over this time. Now, unless they have excessive leave in accordance with your award, you can't instruct them to. And even if they do, you can't necessarily instruct them to. There's a whole range of processes, so be cautious around that. But Everything's possible by mutual agreement. And this is a time to really think about how you can narrow down those excessive leave accruals. And you know, if you're a business that's notoriously quiet in the two weeks leading up to Christmas or the two weeks re- when you return in January, I would extend your close down period. I think it's that simple. It fixes the problem across the board. Everyone's off at the same time and they wouldn't have been busy anyway. So you're not losing out on productivity. Now, that's not a possibility or a reality for all of you, but if it is, I really encourage you to think about that if you've got a team that all has a huge amount of leave accrued. It's just going to minimize that risk for you. So my extra considerations are managing Christmas party risk, making sure you recognize and celebrate, and managing those excessive leave accruals. So that's a fair bit to think about, right? As we head into Christmas and not that I want it to burden you with too many extra things on your plate and on your mind, but this is the time to be really thinking about the new year, making those plans, communicating with the team, ensuring your compliance boxes are ticked and ensuring that you're managing those extra considerations. Your 2023 self will thank you. for this time that you spend doing this now, and it will just really help you set yourself and your business and your team up for success in the new year. I hope that's been helpful and given you some food for thought, so to speak, and some ideas that you can just jump on top of. And I do hope you take that time to communicate with the team, do a bit of planning and look forward to 2023. I know it's a tough time to think about doing it, but as I said, your 2023 self will thank you. Now, if you'd like to continue this conversation or you have questions around managing Christmas close downs, I'd love to invite you to join us over in our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. There'll be a link in today's show notes that you can click on to join the group or just search in Facebook groups, HR Support Australia, and you'll find us. I'd love to welcome you there. It's a great community um, and a great place to connect with other like-minded business owners, leaders, and managers. That's it for me for today. Thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast. And I can't wait to chat to you again next week. Take care.